What is going on, world? It is Monday night. That's right. We're going to start off with some Doc Sports Service. Text BW Sports to 29022 right now for your free $60 new account. Only at Doc Sports Service, where the man, the myth, the legend, Rafael Esparza is from. Sir, how are we doing on this Monday evening? I am doing well, thank you. How how was how was your weekend? Besides uh, two tough games, I guess you had to watch. Oh, you, you got your health. You're sitting there, so that's always a good thing. My health it seems to be okay. I, my it's still ticking, and I'm sitting there upright. That is a good thing. Um, you know, Notre Dame obviously took that ass whooping like a lot of people thought they would. Ten points. You guys, uh, you guys probably probably made out well on that, didn't you? No, we actually lost. I mean, because you really? figured that number opened up at seven, so it got better. There was some uh, before it kicked off. I saw a couple elevens at a couple shops, so uh, okay. uh, the public was uh, thinking uh, ass whooping time. But uh, we had some good games. The outcomes. I mean, Alabama didn't cover, uh, so there was some good stuff that I got teams who didn't cover. Uh, so it was, it was a, a good evening. Oregon State was late. We were really heavy on Oregon State late uh, with uh, Pac-12 after dark. They didn't cover at home, getting the plus uh, seven, seven and a half, depending on it. So it was a good college football uh, week and, and a good NFL week because uh, it's uh, that game Saturday night. Green Bay Packers don't cover. Uh, so that was a, a good one. That was a good watch for us because there's a lot of two teamers with Bills and Green Bay, Bills and Green Bay, Bills and Green Bay, and the Bills uh, decided to uh, continue to play good uh, uh, football. But then Green Bay, second half, they just, they just stunk in the second half. Yeah, and, and you kind of mentioned it with the Pac-12. I texted you over the weekend. It's like, man, I did not see the Ducks pulling that one out. No, that was another one that saved us. Uh, that one moved to half a point. We actually got off a three and moved it to three and a half, I think, for the past, for the next maybe, I think it was a 45 minutes for a kickoff. So that was another one that helped us. Because, I mean, I was a little bit shocked because USC had a very, very, very small shot of making it to the four. But they would have been at least right. – a, a fart and a win, a whisper uh, if they won that fight but or won that game. But uh, it, it is what it is. But why well, I'm actually shocked, like I said, the Ducks didn't uh, play well. But USC could not move the ball in the second half. No, not at all. And, you know, speaking of moving the ball, real quick, I want to jump into the Pittsburgh Steelers since they're playing tonight. Um, that's the one problem that that team has is running the ball. I know. It's like a broken record, isn't it? Was it was minus 14, 14 and a half we're going to talk about? I mean, it, it is, but we've seen teams that were, I mean, look at last uh, yesterday, uh, I mean, the Chiefs game. I mean, the Chiefs didn't run the ball until late in the third quarter where uh, they figured uh, they figured they, the defense was tiring up. I mean, I think that, what, the Saints run the defense run the field for, what, 98 times uh, plays? I thought I, I read somewhere like that. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. But, yeah, Pittsburgh can't run the ball, uh, and they choose not even try to run the ball. I think that's the, uh, the biggest thing. I mean, at least Kansas City, they threw, 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 and then they ran the ball in the second half knowing that maybe that defense might be tired, and they had some uh, – Bell showed some uh, signs. Uh, maybe he's getting used to that system in Kansas City. They had some nice running plays. But Pittsburgh, they just don't run the ball, period. And if, and if I was Pittsburgh tonight – I would run the ball. I would just try to see if you establish something. Maybe the offensive line can uh, do something different. I mean, and if you need to, uh, Big Ben to win in the second half, I I just don't see them uh, covering tonight. The poll says Pittsburgh is going to cover tonight. The last time I checked, the poll has lost five straight. (laughs) So 
Yeah, that's so, definitely a good a good uh, resource to go off of for all you betters. If you check out Rafael Sparza's uh, uh, polls on Instagram, that there, whatever the polls are saying, go the opposite. Yeah, I mean, it, it shocks me. I put it on social media, like come look at the poll, vote it, and all that. And, and people don't do it, but it, it, it's proven right there. I show the record every time I put a poll up. You can go back and. Uh, it's a great resource, and I, and I'm not making fun of it because sometimes I bet the, I pick the poll and I lose, so I, I'm not making fun of everyone who bets the poll because I have done it myself a couple of times, and sometimes I do forget, uh, and I lost. I think it's it's, it's funny, and, but like I said, it's just like the strippers fade the poll, baby, because right now five straight losses a poll, and uh, and I'll tell you people right now it is. 7.35 Eastern Standard Time. The ball is getting ready to kick off, and a poll is play Cincinnati tonight. <laughs> Uh-oh. There you go. Well, you know, like you said, you can't see – you don't see until you pick what, what your what your pick is, who's going where. So that's a, that's a plus on it. Yeah, I mean, and, and it makes it a little bit fun. And I, I tell yeah. people, hey, if, if you don't want to follow me – Shoot me a, a tweet. I'll tell you what people. What, I'll tell you what the poll are. It's all. I mean, right now it's just off. Like I said, it's all fighting games, and I don't care about. Like I said about that. I, my main goal is to have everyone cash a ticket. I mean, right. none of this is my money. I mean, the books make a lot enough money uh, that we can uh, provide some uh, some uh, some wins to uh, people. I've seen in Vegas. I've seen it offshore. I know how much the books are actually bring in. I mean, they don't make in a lot of money. People think that's why I'm like, oh, United States got sports gambling. We're going to be rich. No, sports betting is probably the least amount of profit a casino could have. I used to tell it's the armpit of the casino. Now, casinos could care less about sports books except three times a year. March Madness, Super Bowl, and Kentucky Derby. That is it. They could give... Part of my French, a rat's ass about the sports book at any other time a year. I, I, perfect example, really quick. I used to run the New York, New York Racing Sportsbook in Las Vegas. Behind me was Kino. After 9 11, after they laid off all crap lord people, I was not only the racing sportsbook manager, but I was also the Kino manager. And I had no clue how to run Kino, what Kino was. <laughs> so I started seeing how much the, the figures, like what they did a month. I'm like, really? So I begged and pleaded. To the higher ups, let's put a Starbucks back here. We can make more money in one month of a Starbucks back there, and then what Kino does in one year. And they're like, "Well, but we have to pay the license fee." I'm like, "I included that. I include how much a license fee." Blah 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 blah. We will still make more money. And finally, they did. They put a key. They put I was going to say, I needed to ask. Did they finally put it in Yes, there? they did. And uh, I should have got a bonus or something. I don't know. <laughs> that thing was always busy. But, uh, yeah, sports books, you have to think about it. There's so much money going out of sports books and coming in. Not just paying tickets, but paying employees. You know how much direct TV packages are to show all the games? You know how much they charge the casinos? They don't charge per the sports book they charge per rooms the casinos have. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's like I said, it's 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 a uh, money get yeah, comes in. Yes, there could be lines up to yin yang, but there's also a lot of money that's going out besides playing tickets uh, than sports books that people just don't realize. So I love it when social media is like, oh, uh, New Jersey did ten million dollars in sports book. Yeah, yeah. But what was the what, what was the uh, EBITDA? What, what is earnings before or whatever? I can't forget what it stands for. Uh, what was the final earnings after you paid everything? I want to know that. I could care less how much money came in. Right. What did what uh, the bottom? What was the bottom line for that month? 
Well, they like that set, that ting, 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 ting sound more than they do the sports bets. Yeah, that's a penny slot. If you penny slots make so much money, uh, penny slots and baccarat pretty much open and close the doors in casinos. And see, that's one game. I'll play a penny slot all day long. Baccarat, Kino, I have zero clue of. One game I definitely would love to learn actually, actually how to play is craps. I've never played in the yeah, me either. I've watched. I don't get it just by watching. I, I and I don't want to be that guy to keep bugging people while they're sitting there playing. I, it's yeah. not going to be me. I'll let you play if I figure it out. I figure it out. But I'm not going to put money down unless I know somebody there and they're like, put it right here. Uh, okay. I always was skeptical of playing a game that's all crap. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's just that was always my too. And I'm not the biggest. T- I only play table games. Yeah. Uh, when I was lived in full time in Vegas, when my brother was in town, because he loved blackjack, pie gop, all that stuff, and so me and my brother would sit on a table, shoot the shit, lose some money, and he enjoyed it. But I would never, uh, I, I couldn't tell you last time I put a money in a slot machine or stuff yeah. like that. It's just because uh, I knew the, uh, what the payouts were. I used to have to sit in uh, slot meetings and table game meetings and, and try not to fall asleep. Cause the only time sports books was mentioned was usually the last two minutes of the meeting. And I was half asleep. <laughs> half the time, to listen to all the other stuff was going on. So, uh, yeah, but, uh, it, it is what it is. Some people like it. Some people don't, but Hey, you know what started today, boy, bowl season, bowl season, baby. I'm a little, uh, I'm a little perturbed and I want to hear your thoughts on this. We live, I live in the Midwest. I live an hour away from the crimson and cream of Indiana University. Uh I want to hear your thoughts on them being slacked out of the big six bowl games. It is. I mean, I mean, the ACC president said it perfect. Yeah, what was it last week? I mean, go back to the BCS. I mean, because if you're not going to give us that love, uh, then why, why are we even here? Why are we even paying? I mean, and I totally uh, agree to that. And I'm not saying they would have kept a close game or had a chance to beat Alabama, let's say, if Cincinnati was four, which I would have put them four. I mean, even though I know – I mean, people forget Notre Dame went to North Carolina and beat them, which North Carolina pretty much had a, a great game, blew up Miami when everyone was on Miami's jock. So, I mean, I think I understand uh, the resume of Notre Dame, what they had this year than what they normally uh, don't have. I, I get that. But Cincinnati, they played. I mean, they beat Tulsa in the championship. They were a conference champion. And if and, and Texas A&M lost to a Florida team that ended up losing three games, so and that's another thing. Go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, I, you're, you're fine. And so that's what kind of kind of perturbed me. I'm like, really? If you're Texas A&M, you're you're mad when you you have to get that Florida you, coming off three losses. I mean, that's you have to actually throw them out. So yeah, I think I'm more pissed off that Cincinnati was eight, where Florida three loss team ahead of them. Uh, Oklahoma, I don't mind Oklahoma because they're probably playing their best football now, and they have a conference championship. So but they don't know how to play. They don't know how to play defense. No, that's true. I mean, I would love to see. I would love to see Oklahoma Cincinnati. It'd be a great game. So uh, I would. I, I would switch Cincinnati and Texas A and M. I would have made Cincinnati five because I, I, I kind of understand why they put Notre Dame at four. 
I understand why they're in. I was honestly, I mean, I was so pissed at watching that game Saturday. I'm surprised I didn't just get drunk. But, <laughs> I, I mean, it really shocked me that they did keep them in the top four because of the beatdown that they took. If it was close, I wouldn't have had a problem with it. I would think, yeah, there's no problem. You know, number three beat number two. It is what it is. But they took an ass whooping like that. It was very shocking. Ohio State being in it, I'm so 100% against. And it's not because I, I want IU in it, because IU had their chance to beat them, and they didn't regardless. But Ohio State doesn't belong in the top four. In my opinion, I would give it to Cincinnati. Uh, I could see that. But the reason why I don't 100% agree with that, because last time Cincinnati had a chance to show – Ohio State, okay, we're, we're close. Well, we're, we're right behind you as being one of the best teams in, in OHIO, and they weren't even close. Ohio State just whooped them down badly. So I understand I, I understand now if Clemson beats up Ohio State badly, then we can come back and say, you know what, I would love to see Cincinnati, what they would have done against uh, Clemson, a defensive team playing against uh, stuff. I mean, Fields – as I think stock has gone down his last three games. He has not played well at all. Just I wouldn't pick him as my number two quarterback. I would pick Jones, Trasco, even a kid, the kid from North Dakota State. Because let's face it, me and you've had this discussion. Ohio State doesn't produce NFL quarterback. Name one. I mean, they just haven't. So I would look at that one. But I totally agree. I'm mad at Cincinnati. But do I really want to see Cincinnati play Alabama? I think that would have been a bigger bloodbath than what they're going to do to Notre Dame. And honest, I agree. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you and what you're saying, and, and that's why you have the Power Five conferences and all this, that, and the other. But like you said earlier, if we're not going to be actually given the opportunity, why are we even here? They are at, what, 9-0, and 10-0, and, and they're sitting, like you said, Farther down than a three-loss Florida team, and I'm sorry, regardless, I don't care what conference you're in, you got three losses, get the hell out of there. Yeah, I, I'll be more, I'm more upset. Okay, let's say Ohio State lost to Northwestern. Mm-hmm. So that means Cincinnati probably would have had no shot of grabbing that four spot because you had Texas A&M, Oklahoma, and Florida mm-hmm. uh, above them. So I, that's what kind of pissed me off uh, more than anything was that, okay, let's say Northwestern uh, would have won that game. Cincinnati still would have had no shot, even with the Notre Dame blowout against Clemson. They they would have gave it to. Uh, yeah, I don't know about Texas A and I think, I think they would have jumped Oklahoma above Texas A&M because I think that Florida, that Florida game uh, really doesn't benefit them anymore. But again, they have one loss, and they they hate putting a two loss team in there, so. Uh, I think honestly they put Iowa State up at number six before the, the before the matchup with Oklahoma to give Oklahoma that that chance that that probable chance of being in there. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean it, it is, but like I said, some of the, the numbers are going to be very interesting for. Uh, like I said, Ohio State, Clemson opened up uh, around uh, seven, uh, and, and this quickly got bet up to seven and a half. There's even some eights out there against Ohio State. So wow, I mean that t- kind of blows me away on how quickly the betters are thinking that Ohio State doesn't even have a shot mm-hmm. uh, against uh, uh, OHIO. I mean, t- t- and I said Fields has not played well, and then of course you know the lopsided number between 
Notre Dame at Alabama in uh, a Rose Bowl that's going to be played in Texas. So, <laughs> so yeah. 19 and a half, uh, anywhere between 19 and a half and 20. That one will be 20 by kickoff. I, I just don't see that much money coming in on uh, Notre Dame to uh, do anything besides that. Maybe the uh, maybe the under. I think if if you want to, if you're Notre Dame, you need to keep them kind of eliminate the big plays and try to eliminate Mac Jones from going wild. But uh, I would not be shocked that that could be a very, very ugly and quick. I understand why they made the Notre Dame Alabama the early game. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I think people are like, hey, you can eat dinner and have a nice, respectful uh, uh, New Year's Day dinner with the family. And uh, then watch uh, some real football. Yeah. <laughs> now, correct me if I'm wrong or right. I want your opinion on this real quick. Notre Dame lost, and they were number two. They lost to number three. Shouldn't they just flip-flop and then play a third time? Or is that the reason that they dropped them to four so the college football scene would not see a third Clemson-Notre Dame matchup until potentially the national championship? I think so. I mean, but we're going to see a lot. I mean, we're seeing a Clemson-Ohio State repeat. We could see an Alabama-Clemson National championship, another big uh, we repeat. So we we could, I mean, unless Notre Dame upsets Alabama, I think everything's going to be not a non-repeat for a, a national championship type of game. But uh, I, I can understand uh, that. And again, that's why I, I would have liked to see Cincinnati, even a Texas A&M, just another team that we haven't seen mm-hmm. in there, uh, just to kind of, you know spice it up a little bit or something. But I mean. We're, and, I, and I'm not the biggest fan of them making expansion because right now, if they let's say made a six-team playoff, you know what? Cincinnati's still not in. Still I mean, not in. So, so we're adding two more teams just gives me have to see two more SEC crappy football teams. Because let's face it, the SEC team was not really good this year. LSU downgrade was not good. Georgia was average. Auburn was average. Tennessee was average. I mean, there was not like it's not like they had a whole bunch of great teams and Alabama just waxed them all. No, I mean there was some bad football in that league. Which leads to my last uh my last question as far as your odds. Do you see because of this year's the 2020 the COVID year and the way things have kind of fallen at the end of the season do you see an eight team, six team, or an eight team playoff coming within the next three years? I think maybe in the last third year. <laughs> I think they're. I think next year they're not going to do anything because hopefully, knock on wood, we're at some kind of normalcy. So they're probably not going to want to change anything. Mm-hmm. I can agree. Maybe twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three. We might see, but I would not be shocked if these other conference really. Take a look back and say, "Hey, you know what? We're gonna do our. We're gonna do what the Division Two does. Screw you, Bit Power Five. You guys can have your uh, 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 your thing, unless for some odd reason the college football finally gets a backbone and, and hire someone that, that's that's control of all of college football, not just stroking the Big Five. And uh, but uh, we could see we could see some grumblings or maybe some, like I said." Uh, other conferences say, hey, you know what? Screw you guys. Deuces, we're out. And uh, some kind of like a playoff system like they do at Division Two stuff. I could definitely see that coming along the pipe. Like, Raphael, you hit the nail on the coffin. And it would be kind of cool. Let's say if you have a Power Five, let's see, a, a Power Five, and then a, a, another conference do their thing. And maybe at the last game they have a, you know, like kind of a charity game or something like that. Uh, 
college football champion versus the non the playoffs. I mean, you, you can do so much stuff with that, but uh, we're, we're going to see some grumblings on maybe total disarray and how they do college football. I think that might be the biggest. I don't think they're going to add anymore. Well, time will tell, sir. Now yeah. I have one NFL question for you. That's on everybody's mind. The Jets got a <laughs> win over the Rams. How bad or how good did the books or the people make out on that one? The books made it well because everyone was betting the Jets were going to go 0-16. If you would have told me they were going to beat the Rams, uh, I would have said you're crazy. So the books did really, really well on that game. And you know what? No disrespect to Jets, uh, but I think that move is probably good for NFL because I think if I'm hearing Trevor Lawrence – if he goes to Jacksonville, I'm hearing Dabo would be more comfortable of just driving down the coast to go to Jacksonville from Clemson than driving upwards to snowy New York where he has to deal with the New York media and stuff like that. I think it would be a lot easier to pull Dabo uh, to go to Jacksonville with his favorite quarterback than it would be to go to New York to deal with that media and scrutiny and blah, blah, blah. I would not be shocked if we hear more Dabo grumblings of him leaving uh, Clemson to go to Jacksonville than we would have if he would have went to Jets. Even though I thought maybe he might go to the Jets just might or listen to Jets offers, but I think, I mean, he, he likes the area of Clemson. He likes the coast area. I mean, Jacksonville's on the coast. Just a quick drive down. I mean, is that that far away? So uh, I would not be shocked if you hear a lot of grumblings. And Pat Fitzgerald from the uh, Northwestern, he's going to get a lot of uh, uh, phone calls for NFL jobs as well. So I look, keep an eye out for those two names for uh, college football to leave and then go to the pros. What's the, what's the odds on Dabo Sweeney leaving? I haven't put anything up on that. I'd, I mean, the no would probably be minus a thousand. Yes. Maybe six to one, uh, just off the top of my head, maybe a little bit lower just because I think we'll get a lot of yes money coming in just because they'd like to see it. But uh, the no would be a big favorite. Do you think it's, a, I mean, it, everything's possible, but do you think that, it's possible that when he gets rid of Trevor Lawrence that he does make that jump. And would it be because they won the national title again and he's like, okay, let's roll? If they win a national championship, then I think the rumors really, really spike up. Because, okay, I won two. Uh, do I really want to come back without my favorite quarterback that's brought me to? I mean, I, I would think if they win it, there's a lot of uh, grumblings coming down, just like, uh, with the Super Bowl, like let's say if Tom Brady or Drew Brees or Roethlisberger won the Super Bowl this year, you'll hear a lot of retirement rumors going out and stuff like that. It'd be reversal. Clemson wins it all, boy. I would have to probably make that uh, a lot closer line than uh, than it would be if I if I put it, if I put it up today. I I agree wholeheartedly on that one. Um, do you want to jump into a couple of these games, these bowl games coming up, and maybe look at some potential prop bets that people should be looking at? I mean, for bowl games, uh, we do, I mean we do the normal bowl prop prop bets. We don't go uh, too outrageous on bowl okay. games, except for except for the Rose Bowl and all that. We'll put a, a certain amount of different ones. 
Uh, especially the we'll, we'll put we've always done the Gatorade color for the champion who wins. Blah blah blah. Even though if Clemson wins, it's got to be orange, right? <laughs> uh, but I mean, there's some very like I said, tomorrow's uh, matchup uh, tomorrow night, uh, seven o'clock Central Florida BYU should be a fantastic, fantastic game. The total is seventy five. The total today's game was between North Texas. And Appalachian State opened up at 63, closed at 68, and then blew over. So uh, I think we're going to see the same type of game with Central Florida and BYU. Really excited to, uh, to watch that game. I'm always excited to watch Hawaii play on New Year's, uh, New Year's Christmas Eve. Uh, and it's funny how Hawaii's playing in a New Mexico Bowl. <laughs> That's probably the farthest away from the islands, uh, but they're playing uh, Houston. Uh, well, I'm sorry, no, New Mexico Bowl is playing in Texas. So that's just weird in, in, in itself that the New Mexico yeah. Bowl is playing in Texas. But Hawaii, Houston, I'm always enjoying uh, to watch that game. But, uh, you know, bowl season, I know some people hate it. I love it because you get to watch games on days where, like, Wednesday on uh, the December 30th, there's a game on at 10 a.m. I mean, what, what better is to do on Wednesday uh, when you're trying to plan out your New Year's Eve plans to watch football, you get to watch Wisconsin, Wake Forest, Missouri, Hawaii, Iowa game is going to be fantastic as well because both of them started playing better ball towards the end of the season. Iowa opened up 13-point favorite. Now they're 15, 15 and a half. So uh, the betters really like uh, Iowa in that game. So I just love bowl season. It gives a lot of people uh, who maybe had a bad college football season chase their money or this is a great time to have a, a football pool with your buddies or, or stuff like that. I can't wait to watch San Jose State and Ball State mm-hmm. on, on New Year's Eve. San Jose State uh, cashed me a big ticket over the weekend, uh, beating Boise State for the Mountain West Championship. No one's given a San Jose State. Here's another team. They were perfect, uh, and they right. beat Boise State. That, that's uh, beloved. And they were, I don't even think they, they ranked number 20th. Or 22. They're up there. Yeah, they didn't get as much respect as people would think. But you know what? I'm looking at that real quick. I'm looking at where where they placed and ranked everybody. And I'm looking at Southeastern, Southeastern. And I'm talking regions, not necessarily conference, but Midwest, Southeastern, Midwest, Southeastern. There's not a lot in the top 10. I mean, those are the two predominant regions that all this money is going to be filtering into. Oh yeah, yeah, it's 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 going to be fun. Like open their eyes, doesn't it? Oh yeah, I mean, like I said, it's bowl season. We're, we don't have as many bowls like we did last uh, last year uh, because of COVID. We already had a bowl game that was canceled, the Liberty Bowl, and I'm hoping. I don't know if Arian people – there's an article out there on the reason why Army is not in a bowl game because no one wants to play Army in a bowl game. They were supposed to play in the Independence Bowl, and they got canceled because uh, of COVID. Uh, but there are rumors came out. That whoever I can't believe – I can't remember who they were supposed to play but didn't want to play them because they were a triple option team, and they didn't have enough time to uh, defend them. So uh, – uh, now maybe they can squeeze them in the Liberty Bowl because Tennessee had a bow out because of COVID. So uh, they're they're hoping. I even heard Barstool Sports, uh, Dave Benoit, the owner of Barstool Sports, says, "Hey, let me get let me take that Liberty Bowl spot and I'll name it the Barstool spot uh, Barstool Bowl and bring Army down here because he agrees Army should be playing in a bowl game. They were nine and two. They played some really good teams. Uh, they beat Air Force. That was a a very good team. They should be in a bowl game. Why should they be penalized just because no one wants to play them because they can't? Oh, I can't guard a triple option. Give me a break. 
I I agree with you, sir. It's that triple option always scares people. Oh, it I, does. But I've here's, always here's... wondered. It's like, man, that could be ta- that could be broken so easily. All you got to do is scheme it, and it's and, and you don't need days to do it. And here's a team that like the the coach came out and said, you know what, these players are. Uh, when they're done with their college football season, they're not going to be accountants and lawyers and go make families. They're going to go be serving our country. I mean, they're going to be some people maybe going to war. Some people be, and you're going to penalize them just because you don't want to guard the triple option. I mean, it's total disrespect. I mean, if if I was West Virginia, I'm like, hey, you know what? We'll play you guys. I don't care if we get blown up by you guys because we can't guard a triple option. But why penalize if any school right now? One of the military schools. Uh, the, in the pandemic or whatever state that we are right now, they should not be penalized. West Virginia, stand up. Uh, you have an empty spot right now because Tennessee play Army. Yep, I agree. I agree. I don't know why anybody wouldn't want to play that extra play a, a, another game to give those guys, you know, especially the seniors. The seniors. I mean, it's. I've never made it to the college level. I made it to the high school level in the in the, the top of the high school level in Indiana, and. Once you take those pads off for the last time, it hits you. It's mm-hmm. right. It's like, damn, that's the last time, you know. And and like you said, these guys are doing way more than you and I just doing our daily, you know, yeah. routines. And give it to them. They deserve it. Before we go, I got to ask you. Because yeah. I'm going to put these props up probably sometime soon. Okay. Who is your quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles next year? Starting quarterback. <laughs> I was waiting to talk about this before we left, because we talked about it right before we came on. If you guys didn't see last Wednesday Night Live show where the ass made an, an ass central, you like that? An ass central rant. Carson Wentz has been saying, supposedly rumors are saying that he's not going to play as a backup. You look at the stats from over just this past, you know, just yesterday's performance with Jalen Hurts. I told guys this last week. It's apparent that there's some type of disarray, disrespect, disorderly conduct in between Carson Wentz, who's sitting way over here, and the rest of the offense that's sitting way over here. And here comes Jalen Hurts. Am I saying he was ready to take over as the starting position in the league? Not necessarily, but you can't say that the kid didn't dominate what he did yesterday. Four touchdowns, three in the air, one on the ground, over 400 or right at 400 yards, I believe, total. Um, He's the only quarterback uh, in the NFL or rookie quarterback in the NFL that's ever done that. He is the only Eagles quarterback that's done that since Michael Vick. And I'm sorry, Michael Vick, regardless of what he did outside the the game of the NFL, game of football, he was a hell of a player on the field. And Jalen Hurts, you see it, he's earning the respect of his teammates. And if that's what it takes to get back in the winning format because Carson Wentz is not a pocket passer and he's made it to where uh, Peterson has made him try to be a pocket passer because of his injury-prone legs every time he takes off because he don't know how to slide for one. Jalen Hurts can run Doug Peterson's offense. 
and he doesn't have to tweak it much. I say Jalen Hurts starts in Philly 2021. I agree, but they're they going to eat that – <laughs> that money. I mean, that's a, a lot, lot of money. money. They just signed it this year, right? Before yeah. That, I mean, man. that's a lot of money to eat because there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to be looking. Yep. I mean, a perfect example. I mean, now that the Jets are number two and maybe to pick, I mean, there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks that are looking for jobs that maybe you don't have to. You can draft that one and maybe sit them down and, and, and uh, like Trusk or Jones and all that. Maybe you can go out there and get a Marcus Moriata or Carson Wentz, sign him for a year to see if he improves. Uh, there's a lot of quarterbacks that are going to be out there looking for jobs that might be, okay, we'll sign you. We're looking for one-year deals just to show people, hey, I, I'm, I can still do my job. Signing for a bigger uh, paycheck, so uh, it's going to be very interesting if they eat. I think he ha- if if Jalen Hurts continues to play the way he does, win or losses. I'm just talking stat wise, how he runs the team, how he runs the huddles, how he's running the the, uh, the practices and all that. If he keeps on saying the right things and doing the right things, it's going to be really really hard. Granted, how much money they're going to have to eat to bring back Carson Wentz because he's going to lose that locker room because the, the players are going to want to play with the guy that's showing that they can win with him and maybe uh, not Carson Wentz. And maybe Carson Wentz just needs a new face. I mean, we've seen it many, many times with quarterbacks that, hey, uh, they just need a new team and they can gel and maybe get to the same old. It would be very hard. I know there's a lot of money on the table, but it's gonna be. I would think it would be very, very, very hard for them to go back to Carson Wentz at week one. I agree. I agree. And it's going to be – I'm glad it's not my decision to make. Let's just say that because it's I, not. I, I, no, you know they they don't pay me enough to make those top decisions. Yeah. That's above my pay grade this year. I Next year might be different. You know, I don't know. Howie, big old Howie from Philly might be calling me up, say, Dan, we need you, brother. We need you. Just I'm like just like everybody needs you, Raphael. So, Raphael, please tell them where to find you at. You can find me on Twitter at VSI Doc Sports. You can find me on Instagram at Raphael Sports. You can also find me at DocSports.com. You can also find me at MyBookie.ag that does some crazy, crazy prop bets and some really good, good ones the last couple of days. Everyone was talking about Charlie Woods, so why not put up Charlie Woods' future <laughs> prop bets? Uh, uh, I did that one, and then we, uh, we didn't have time to talk about some fights, but Triple G fought this weekend at Canelo, so I made some prop bets on who will they fight. Do I think we'll see a trilogy with them? If we do, I think we see it late, late, late in 2021. I think both of them will fight another fight uh, before maybe we see a trilogy. Because let's face it, if that if that trilogy, there's going to be fans in the stands. I mean, I'm sorry. They're not going to have a trilogy fight just like Walder and Tyson Fury. They're not going to have a trilogy fight like that in an empty uh, empty arena like, like we have seen. So it would be very interesting to see what happens. But eh, it's a fun time for me because, like I said, you know, NBA's t- tomorrow. I'll be doing a lot of prop bets coming up now with the NBA. Where's James Harden going to go? Me, I'm hearing he could be somewhere else by Christmas. Did you see this? I didn't send you these notes that I made, but I had that on there. <laughs> I'm hearing he can be either a Denver Nugget, Miami Heat, or a Brooklyn Net by Christmas. <clears throat> I do not think he's going to the Nets. I could definitely see going down to South Beach, and I could definitely see him uh, going not too far into Denver. If it's Denver, that means Jamal Murray is going to be a Houston Rocket. And all three teams I'm hearing has – a third team in that mix, and they're not just straight up 
so who's going to be that third team? I'm hearing the Chicago Bulls could be that uh, third team. So uh, it should be very interesting. I think he goes. I would be totally blown away if, if, if James Harden, January 1st, is still a Houston Rocket. I would too. Raphael, real quick before we head out, give your future po- your future picks right now. Eastern Conference, Western Conference winners. For the NBA? Yep. I'm going to say the Milwaukee Bucks coming out of the East, and I'm going to say the Clippers come out of the West. I think the Lakers, they were healthy in their bubble. Uh, I I don't think they're going to be healthy this year. I think one of the two big guys will have an injury. Well, as long as Paul George doesn't go anywhere near a fishing pond with his teammates, I think they'll be all right. Rafael, as always, it's been fun. I appreciate it, brother. Remember, text BW Sports to 29022 right now to get your free $60 account started with Doc's Sports Picks and Rafael Esparza. That's right. We bet your ass every Monday night, 730 Eastern Standard Time. Rafael, thank you as always. I will see you next week, and you have a very Merry Christmas, sir. You too. You have a great Christmas as well. Thank you, sir. Peace.